Are you ready now? You want to start? Want to get going now? I mean, I'm freezing. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello. He's already triggered. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon <laughs> from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick, and I really wish I were doing this show alone. And I'm the trigger. But unfortunately, with me as always, Gator. It's freezing ass cold. You couldn't do the show alone. It's freezing I, I ass cold. I beg you to do the it's, show alone. It's freezing once a week. ass cold on the back deck. At you can Jeff's hear the wind. Ex-wife. Oh yeah, the wind has picked up significantly as we've been sitting here while Jeff prepares his one segment of the week. <laughs> he couldn't possibly have your joke prepped and ready before I got here. Oh no, no, no. You no. want me to say it now? He had to do that. No, 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 no. We can wait. <laughs> We can wait. He's so just wound tight. So today, guys, today, we're going to be smoking a, uh, a cigar that Jeff... A cigar! Jeff, the, <laughs> God damn you, straight to hell, that Jeff picked up in Kansas City. It's the uh, Ashton Cabinet Bellicoso. It is a five and a quarter by 52 Bellicoso featuring a USA Shade Connecticut wrapper and uh, binder and filler from the Dominican Republic. Yep. It's a nice light cigar that's going to go well with coffee number one. Coffee number one. From fucking good coffee in the... Uh, the pulpit blend muggers? The, group. The, the the pulpit blend challenge. We'll go with that. Pulpit, yeah, whatever. Ooh, another yeah. use for DJ Airhorn. Hell yeah. So we got, we got coffee number one here. Now, guys, all of you in the muggers group... <laughs> Or Cuppers group, whatever the fuck, <laughs> you all should have received uh, some 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 pieces of paper along with your coffees. Um, here, Jeff, he sent two copies, so you can actually look ahead at this too. Oh, that was a setup. So we have uh, what's in the pack? What's in the pack? What's in the pack? So in this pack, there are four different coffees that are under consideration to be the cigar pulpit coffee. The packs are numbered to show the order that the boys will be drinking and taste testing them on the show. We have brewed number one. Number one. Number one. Feel free to drink along with them while listening to the shows. Please. How to brew each pack. Basically, Nick is requesting that everybody try and do it the same way so that we're all on the same page. And he would like to request you brew one packet with 18 to 24 ounces of water. Did you I, do that, Jeff? I did 24, and you watched me. I measured it out. I did. I Although did. I had a real problem because my measuring cup was only in milliliters, so I had to convert. Okay. Rate and review. <laughs> You've had the coffee. Now it's time to rate it. Complete the supplied tasting sheet. I, uh, that would be the the other page. That's the other page. Did you know right 24 here. ounces of water in metric is like a gallon and a half? I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I think I was... I may have been off on my... Conversion. We have coffee for everybody now. It's very weak. Very, very weak. <laughs> Looks coffee. like tea. Anyway, um, like a nice green tea. So yeah, he he did uh, supply a review sheet. You're supposed to take any notes. Oh, there it is. You know that kind of thing. Take notes while you're drinking your coffee. He put in the man hours on this. He did. Uh, share your review. He wants everybody to go and share the review. Take a picture of your ratings and notes. Post them to the parishioners page on Facebook. It would be the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. I think that's the least we can all do. I think so. I think so. It's a, ga- a great way to compare notes as well as prepare for the next and final step, which is the voting stage. And then after the final coffee has been tested, 
all the cuppers or muggers will receive an email with a form to complete their uh, vote and vote for their favorite coffee and any notes that they think are relevant. And they're gonna and we're gonna announce the winning coffee and the name. Um, he says November eighth show. I need to look at the calendar and figure out how this is gonna go because like this kind of this was a little delayed because of his roaster yeah. issue. So I don't. I, it, we're gonna go four weeks and then we're gonna announce it. Exactly. So, I mean, you know what? Whatever, guys. So. Anyway, let's take a quick look at the tasting sheet here. So there's seven cat. Oh my god, lots Nick. of great boxes. Nick, you're really asking a lot of me. <laughs> there's seven categories in the rating system. Rate each one on a scale of one to five. Do we have pens? I don't. I don't, I don't have a pen. Do you have a pen? Where's my pen? My pen. My pen. You took my pen. You stole my pen. It's technically he, he stole a, my uh, pen. Technically, it's a stapler. But. Let's see, let's see who gets that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Which one are you You're doing? You're not getting the bit. No, I I was going office space. I was going kid, kids in the hall. Oh, you have you have my stapler. Okay, oh, yeah, that's Milton from office space. Yeah. No, I'm going kids in the hall. It's like, he took my pen. That's my pen. Right. He took I haven't my seen pen. that in forever. Oh, dude. That's like my favorite kids in the hall skit. bit. That's a great Anyway, uh, add them up for the final score. Help you decide in the end which coffee you enjoyed the most. Blah, blah, blah. Categories. Aroma. Acidity. Sweetness. Body. Flavor, finish, and would you purchase? Hmm. And then there's notes about what each one is. Boy, this is complicated. This, yeah, this got this just got this became work. This is <laughs> this is complicated. Yeah, this is integral, especially for a guy like me that's going to be like tastes like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. what are you getting, Nick? Coffee. coffee. Um, anyway, so yeah, so no, we've got blend number one. Now, what we're going to do is before we fire up the cigar, we're going to go over the coffee. Yes. Because we want to go into the, since the coffee is the important thing, we want to do the coffee with a fresh palate up front and then we'll light up the cigar and have the coffee. With As an the accoutrement. Cigar. Exactly. Yes. So Jeff, I'm sure this coffee is ice cold by now because it's you've dicked around so goddamn cold. much. So, okay. Anyway, bottoms we'll up. Go for aroma. Hold on. Bottoms up. Okay, aroma. Hmm. Smells like coffee. <laughs> You're going to be no help. I mean, it smells good. It's not... Um, okay, think smoky, floral, nutty, fruity, and herbal. It smells like coffee. I mean, it smells good. I like the smell of coffee. I don't know what I'm going to give it. Hmm. I don't think my Nick, I don't think my notes ought to make any <laughs> judgment in this whatsoever. Mine may not either. You know, because quite frankly, I I don't know. Um okay. I'm I'm going to try this. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and try this. We are drinking it black, by the way. Um Tastes like coffee. It does. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking for you for help for this. Because, like, seriously, you're the coffee guy. You're the mister. If there's anything I love more than cigars, it's coffee. Well, you know what? It's true. Here, here's your chance, buddy boy, because <laughs> I don't drink coffee. So, for me, like, it tastes like coffee. Um, Like, I'm not getting sweetness off of it. No. So I would say I would it's say it's not bitter at all. That's for sure. No, it's not. It's not bitter. I'm not getting like a like bite to it. Hmm. 
Like, um, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's that. It's not it, chocolatey. I wouldn't say it's not. It's sweet. It's um, not fruity. No. Flavor. Does it match your profile in terms of flavor? I mean, it's all right. It tastes like black coffee. I mean, it's not. It's not super bitter, so I, I'm liking that aspect. It's not bitter of at it. all. I'm liking um, that aspect of it. Um, I'd say on flavor, it's probably around a four to me. I like the flavor. It's not. It's not harsh. It's not bitter. It's not weak. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I fixated on the. On the aroma, though. I don't think it's very acidic. Do you? No. I do not. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't. wouldn't say it's super acidic. Finish. How does it finish? How long does it taste stay on your palate? I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Three, maybe. Yeah, maybe three. It doesn't go away quickly. No, it doesn't go away quickly, but it's not there for like ever and ever and ever. I'd say it's pretty balanced as far yeah. as the acidity goes. The body, what do you what are you thinking on the body? Um I don't wanna see <laughs> I'm I'm giving all of this from the from the perspective of a novice. And from the perspective of a novice, I would say that it's a fairly light coffee. It doesn't taste like a very heavy, like, it's not like syrup, you know? Yeah. It's it's a very light kind of coffee. So I would say maybe like a, 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 a two or three. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say a two to three. Two to three? Yeah, I'll give you that. But I don't know. We don't have pens. <laughs> we really should probably be really writing should. this down. <laughs> We can go back and listen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll just go back and listen. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a little nutty on the aroma. Well, you don't have to Here's, come up with the actual note. You just have to say, like, you know, if you like it or if you hate it. Yeah, hold your cup up and take a big whiff. Oh my god, it's so cold. It smells like coffee. I don't know. You don't get the nutty. Mm. Slightly, maybe. I just put it in your head. Probably. On on sweetness, I'm saying caramel. A little bit of caramel. Hmm. Like a little bit of caramel, and it's, but it's it's not real sweet. I'd say a one to two, at best on that. Yeah, it's not super sweet at all. No. Um, flavor, I'd say, I'd say this one nailed it. It's, it's a four to five with me on the flavor. Um, aroma, I'm getting a little bit of nutty aroma. Um, I'd say probably a three to four on the aroma. The body's probably a two to three. And the acidity, I'd say, I'd say it's probably a five on that. I think that's I mean, dead on. Look, it's not bad. It's no. good coffee. I mean, I, as somebody who's had maybe, I could probably count on one hand how many cups four of cups, coffee yeah. he's, he's had in his life. I've seen you drink you know, three of the four cups you've ever had. There so, you go. Yeah. So, I mean, right there. But it's it's not bad. I mean, I'm drinking it. I'm I, like half done with my cup. I'd say the finish, mug, like we said, is three to four. And when you buy it, um, oh, I, yeah, I would buy this coffee. Okay. 
I don't buy coffee, so I'm going to say no. Do you even have coffee? I have one bag of fucking good coffee that was given to me by Nick, and I have one bag of snappy coffee that Snappy Big Man gave me. And a pot that's never been used. But I don't buy coffee, so I'm going to say no. Yep. Because, again, I can respect coffee, and I'll try it, but I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a purchaser. I'm looking forward to the other uh, three samples. I am too. Yeah, am too. this is you know this is fun. It is fun. Something different. I'm way too stressed about it. That's why I didn't want to <laughs> throw stuff out right away. Because I'm like, if I get this wrong, like I'm going to mess everything up. You can. You have the whole episode to review and reflect. If you change your mind, but once I start smoking, I'm going to have a hard time. I think picking up the but flavors. See, the cigars might like make something pop. You don't know. The whole okay. point is, you know coffee that goes well with cigars too we're about to find out so there you go i need to get mine out of the cellophane of course you do (sighs) dear god seriously dude what You, you you can be done but it's not out but it kind of is look how can i be done do you see how much of that's left it in the cellophane? Is. Oh my god! Going back for round two. I'm starting to get arthritic because it hurts when I try to get my cigars out of the cellophane. Over now. two years of this bullshit. Got it's a it. Joke that just won't die. <laughs> anyway, say ASMR, baby. All right. Well, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by our man, Dan the Man Ponder, over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan, Dan the Cigar Man. Dan the Cigar Man. He's got a nice selection of cigars. Got a, all kinds of stuff coming into the You prematurely cut. <laughs> Jeff with the premature cutting. Oh, that was fun. Anyway, um, he, just, he looked straight at me and did it. It's like he just picked up my CD in broad daylight and scratched, <laughs> scratched it right it. in front of me. Anyway. Um, Where the fuck did we get ice cream? So Dan's got <laughs> tons of cigars Sorry, rolling Dan. in. I went by there just the other day, picked up a uh, one of the uh, exclusive uh, unnamed um, Arturo Fuente cigars that he's got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got those in the front cabinet there. Um, he has a... Just a whole bunch of good cigars. I went by, um, what else does he have that I hadn't seen in a while? Um, well, shoot, you were there last night. It's true. Nick's mom declared him dead yesterday. <sighs> That's a whole giant thing. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, of course we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I was there. I was there last evening. and <laughs> Yeah, it was a whole thing. But anyway... Um, yeah, so Riverman Cigar Company, um, guys, they got tons of good cigars, and they're good for shelter in a storm. So yes, <laughs> but uh, anyway, give me shelter, baby. Um, if you don't have a brick and mortar in your area, do remember that Dan the Man Ponder does mail orders, so you can always give him a call and have him ship cigars to you. But if you live in the St. Louis area, give Dan a try. Exactly. Head on over to Riverman Cigar exactly. Company. Give him a try. He's going to have something you ain't had. He's the great neighborhood cigar shop. Darn right. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Oh, or, I'm sorry. I cut I've the cigar cut because mine, yes. Jeff has prematurely <laughs> cut his cigar. So yeah, so I'm going to go ahead so, and cut my Ashton cabinet here. So yesterday, Nick shows up at the house. And, you know, we're just shooting the breeze. He needed to get his chair and some other stuff that I had still from the Riverman event. Yep. And he leaves here, what, about five? 
about five. I go home. Ish. I go home. And uh, he decides he doesn't want to be at home. I unload everything. And, you know, and guys, there's some hellacious storms rolling into our area. Yes. I mean, everybody's flipping out about this. And I was going to be out in my ice tent. I got to thinking, you know, it probably isn't the smartest thing to be out in an ice tent. Yeah. When they're projecting 60 to 80 mile an hour winds, possible tornadoes, and... You know, intense lightning, thunder, hail, now, all that now, and everything. What anybody in the uh, lower 48 may realize is when we tape this episode on Monday, you're seeing a lot of storm damage from southeastern Missouri and southern yes. Illinois. Yes. Uh, the Fredericktown area, uh, St. Mary's over in uh, in uh, Missouri and Chester, Illinois. And that swept through our area just a little bit south of us yesterday. Why are we talking about this and not lighting the cigar? Because. Because. Okay. Your mom called me. Yeah. So anyway. Let, so, let's take a break there and we'll light and then well, I'll finish the story. Well, we got to. We got to. There's a few details that need to be put in there before the phone call. Well, let's go ahead and light so, okay. up and then All we'll right. finish. You're, Cold you, draw you're right. on the Ashton cabinet. Okay. So I did a slant cut because. Oh, look at you. I could. No. <laughs> Hmm. Coffee. No, there's a sweetness to it. There's a sweetness that's not on the coffee. I hate to say it, I'm getting nothing. There's a sweetness. There's like a sweet um, kind of nutty thing going on with the cigar. I also had a bowl of chili before you got here. Dear God. How much? I made, I made 16 gallons of chili how yesterday. How much could you have blown out your palate before you freaking decided to do a taste testing of not just a cigar, but also coffee? I think it's uh, cinnamon. God. Is that what you were getting? I can't get a freaking burn going because I've got like straight line wind cutting through here. It's like dentine gum. Mm, Actually, tea berry. You don't get that cinnamony, minty flavor? No. Oh, I do. No, I get like a nutty sweetness. I didn't get that at all. Hmm. Okay. Somebody said I was dead on with one of my flavor notes the other day. I think that was on the parishioners group. I don't know. I don't pay attention when people praise you. Oh, I know what it was. It was an <laughs> ATL Cigar Company. Said I was dead on with the Blackberry Brandy. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't praise, or I don't pay attention when people praise you. <laughs> Just, just, it's it's a wonder you just don't delete them all. That's just disturbing to me. Don't encourage him. So anyway, so I was going to go in my ice tent, and I decided, you know what? The storm is looking large enough. I've got time. I'm going to get over to Riverman. Yeah. So I pop over to Riverman, and I hang out there. So, about... But the thing <sighs> is about Riverman, let me point this out. The thing is about Riverman... I don't get good sale signal in the well, back. Well, because it's a multi-level building and you're tucked back in it. Which you're, puts me almost dead to the middle of the backside which of Which, think it, about you know? it. If you're in there and we have like an EMP, yeah. you know, like a terrorist attack with an electromagnetic pulse, your phone equipment's going to survive that because you're sheltered. My God, I need yeah. to hang out at Riverman more. Exactly. But anyway. It'll save you from the, uh, oh, the sunspots and all that, you know, the solar storms. But the point is I couldn't receive phone calls or text messages. Which is problematic. Yes. When the storm is ramping up significantly outside, tornadoes and, and whatnot. Mom can't get and a hold my of mom him. can't get a hold of me. So somehow, and I don't know how this happened, 
somehow your stepdad mm-hmm. had my phone number. Yes. How? I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming from some point, maybe when you helped move something or I, I, I don't, don't know, know if they called our mutual friend John and got, I don't know how they got it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But they called you. Yeah. But they, they got a hold of me. Called my brother. And they basically <laughs> said, they called, we, we think Nick is dead. They called pretty much everybody, including the police department. Yes. To come by and do a wellness <laughs> check at my place. How old are you now? I'll be 40 in November. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and look, and, and I don't want to make it, it sound like really I'm sweet. picking on my parents because, look, you know what? They were concerned. And look, there was some very hellacious storms going through. But they weren't hitting where you live. Um. My area was under a tornado warning. Well, yeah, but and it didn't there were there. reports of tornadoes near Marissa, which is not too terribly far from twenty minutes south of you. I get it, but come on, dude. I know. You know, I thought it was really sweet of your mom. Anyway, but the, the point fact is that she called for a wellness check on you just delighted me. I uh, when I finally left Riverman <laughs> at like ten to eleven, my phone lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> And conveniently enough, right at that moment, Jeff called. And he's like flipping out. He's like, where have you been? I'm like, Whoa. and he's just like, dude, you have to call your parents. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like texting them, trying You're to. You're texting me, too. I had like 30 missed text messages when I got out of there. Yeah. And what, what did they say? 911. Seriously. I, this is not a joke. Seriously. Sweet you Jesus. Know. Call me now. Because the thing. <laughs> Because the thing is, what Jeff is not saying is he's the boy who cried wolf. He'll totally text me nine one one, and when I call him, he'll be like, "How's it going?" Hi, I just wanted to say hi, you know, and all that. But this actually was a nine one one situation, and you know, your mom whatever. was but, so upset. Oh, I know. Trust me, I talked to her on the phone. Anyway, and I don't mean to laugh. I'm not laughing at her pain. No, it's just the fact that her first assumption was what I do to you all the time, where I declare you dead to all mm-hmm. our friends. And I'm just like, oh my yeah, God. no, this was an opportunity for you to legit declare me dead. Well, I told you, I told you, you owe me because I could have said I haven't seen him all day. Yeah, and I would have kicked your ass. <laughs> I haven't talked to him since last night. Oh, but I don't anyway, know where he is. <laughs> so yeah, so that was uh, that was that was that was that was Sunday night. I and, I tried um, to reach out to you for almost forty five minutes. No, it was a lot longer than forty five minutes, bud. Was it okay? It was like a solid two hours of, well, it was solid two hours of my mom. From your least. mom. Yeah. I was the last 45 minutes of it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Because I'm thinking, oh my God, I know you're fine, but you've got to call your mom. Like, I was worried about mm-hmm. your mom. Mm-hmm. But when they, oh, yeah. when they said they had the police go to your house, I'm yeah. sure the cops are like flashlighting into your like tent thinking it's they a meth lab. They apparently called her and they were like, well, his car's not there and there's a light <laughs> on inside because I always leave the range light above my uh, stove on, mm-hmm. you know, so that there's light when I get home and whatnot. <laughs> and yeah, it was. Uh, you come home and the windows are all broke out and the now, firemen are wrapping up the hoses. See, now the cops are probably like, why is this guy got a freaking tent? Yes, that's what I'm saying. They're out there with the flashlights so looking now, in the tent. Now they're like, you know, watching me see if I'm cooking meth or something like that on the regular out there. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to put a bunch of Bunsen burners and beakers in there. Don't you dare. <laughs> I got a gas mask. Don't I can throw you in- dare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so yeah, that was maybe some match heads. That was Saturday night, so 
Good mm. times. No, mm. Sunday night. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You're right. Sunday night. We were recording this on mm-hmm. Monday. You guys are getting a fresh one. So. Oh, God. That was a good time. So we how's had, the. We uh, had to wait for the fucking coffee. <laughs> That's true. We did. Ah. <laughs> uh. So how's the coffee paired up for you with the cigar? I mean, it tastes like coffee and a cigar to me, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's... You know what coffee we're, and a we're, cigar tastes like to me? We're way outside of my comfort zone here. So, like, seriously, like, to ask me, how's this? How's that? It's like, it's coffee and a cigar. You know what like, coffee and a cigar tastes like to me? What's that? Freedom. Okay. Except we're in America now. Yeah. Well, we're in Illinois, the People's Republic People's of Illinois. People's Republic of Illinois. To be more specific. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah. We weren't the other day, though. The other day, we traversed down to Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. Went down to Paducah. Which we was had a good time. An interesting day, all it, things being equal. <laughs> you were late meeting me. Well, okay. First of all, I told you when I could be there. And you said, oh, no, you could be there sooner. So I said, okay. I'll see you then, and no, full and well you, knowing I wasn't going to be there in time. You still were 10 minutes late getting there, even to the time that you initially said, and then we were another 10 yeah. minutes later getting out of there. That's within the window. So uh, we were on the road 20 minutes late from when you said I had you an interview, so we head out, and we head down to Paducah, which I really like Paducah. So let's talk about I'm a fan this. of Paducah. So we're on our way down to Paducah. We're on the highway. And we're just two miles north or outside of Metropolis, Illinois, which is the last town in Illinois before you yeah, cross the of bridge. Of any significance. Of yeah. any significance. That you cross the bridge to get to Paducah, Kentucky. On Interstate 24. And we're on our way, and Jeff's like, uh-oh, my gas light's on. We got to get off and get gas. And we're in the FJ Cruiser. Yes. Which has... Burned me in the past. Now, here's the thing about the gas light and the FJ Cruiser, guys. Most cars, when you have a gas light on, you can go... 50 miles. Give or take. Yeah. About 50 miles before, you know, you're you're dead in the water. The FJ, though, has a very interesting tank. And uh, you pretty much can go about 15 to 20. If. If. When that gas and light comes on. And if you're going on. uphill, it's less. And so... Right when this kicks on, the fear kind of kicks in in the car, because we both know <laughs> that this is problematic. And we're eight miles from the exit, so I'm like, ah, I think we'll be okay. And then we hit bumper-to-bumper bumper construction traffic. traffic. And... Just a parking lot. I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie. It was bad. I could have I'm made... watching... I watched that needle just fall and eventually break off. I could have made coal into a diamond in my butt a couple different points during that because it was we could see the exit at one point yeah but there was a car off the side of the road which just you know as a side note had ran out of gas yeah and people were like some like person with a trailer was loading him up with some gas Mm -hmm. out of a can to which i'm thinking bring it over here you know but anyway (laughs) um, so he cleared out and it was at that point that i decided by God, I'm taking the shoulder. Yeah, and we did, and we barely made it. Rolled in on fumes. Yes. Yeah, but we got to the gas station. We did. And loaded up. Well, then we decided, you know what? Interstate 24 is out. It's, yes. It's a parking lot. So, we so to we're going to take, the, take the Brookport Bridge. Now, anybody that's from Southern Illinois or Western Kentucky, 
you guys know what we're talking about. This may be the scariest bridge on the planet. It was super scary. So it's a metal grate bridge that you can literally see through down to the Ohio River. Yeah, it was. Um, and it's and the lanes unsettling. are about as wide as, as your FJ. Yeah, about, they're they're honestly about as wide as a kid's little like battery operated car. Uh huh. I mean, there's no room for error on this thing, and I'm driving this big giant yellow beast. And I'm not gonna lie, I thought that was the second time we were gonna die. Yeah, but uh, we didn't. We made we, it. We made it across, and Jeff was like, "Here's the deal, guys." Or, you know, here's the deal, Nick. Deal, Nick. Yeah, not guys. You guys weren't with us. What the hell? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, 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 my brain's You've not rattled working. yourself. I have rattled myself. Anyway, caffeine's the kicking in. Point is, he uh, he decides that we're gonna go to a couple of different cigar lounges. Yes. Um, we have um, we have two lounges there. But today we're going to talk about... We're going to focus on one of the two. We're going to focus on one of the two. Because we're going to do an episode with the other. Mm-hmm. Maybe an episode with both at some point. But So the, the, the second lounge we went to was actually the Tobacco Barn. It's right in front of uh, Twin Oaks Mall. Yes. They're in... I believe it's Twin Oaks Mall. They're in Paducah. It's right off the interstate. Great selection of stuff. Actually, two humidors. No waiting. Um, you know, it's a nice place. Yes. And I've been there before. Bought cigars there. But... I took Nick, first of all, to the old-fashioned cigar bar. Yes, old-fashioned cigar bar located at 217 Broadway in Paducah. And it's downtown in Paducah, in in the old town uh, down along the riverfront. So we talked to a couple of the people there. First of all, we We talked to Jeannie Rudd. She is the general manager of the old-fashioned cigar bar. So why don't we go ahead and listen to your conversation with Jeannie? Okay, then. Okay, and... uh, Nick and I did a little traveling this week and made our way down to Paducah, Kentucky, of all places. And we're hanging out right now at the Old Fashioned Cigar Bar talking to... Jeannie Rudd. There you go. And (laughs) you're the manager here, correct? I am, yes. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the bar, the humidor, you know, kind of give us an overview of the shop here. Okay. So the shop actually opened as just a cigar lounge in 2013. Um, We've always had like members um, that come and hang out and get cigars. Even then um, when we didn't have the bar, because at first we of course didn't have the bar. When it was just the lounge, you know, members were still allowed to come in and hang out, smoke cigars. Um, they, there was like a pool table, they could play pool, stuff like that. But then right before COVID, the bar opened. Now, if you're in the bar business or know anything about the bar business, it took a little while to get all of the licensing and oh, absolutely. You know, things like that to get the bar up and rolling. So we actually had to have one of the city ordinances, like the non-smoking thing kind of changed or not really changed, but like reworded for us um, in order to be able to smoke inside and be open to the public. And, and if I remember, you know, from my previous visits here, that, that took some work on your part to get that accomplished. Oh, yeah, so. it took a long time. But uh, ultimately, at the end, the goal was achieved, and we were able to be open to the public and be able to smoke our cigars inside. You had to purchase them here in order to smoke inside. Yeah. Um, 
no cigarettes, no vaping, of course, because we do not sell either one of those. We cannot sell food um, because of the ordinance. It's also health department regulation, whatever. And it's a 21 and up establishment. Now, if someone wanted to, say, go to Burchard's around the corner, uh-huh. great Cajun food. Uh, if they wanted to go there or some of the other nice restaurants here in, in like, the riverfront, the downtown Paducah area, are people able to bring the food in with Absolutely, them? Absolutely, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. They can totally or DoorDash, have it delivered here, yada, yada. But we just cannot serve it. We cannot sell it or serve it. So Good deal. Now, if I understand correctly, you got into cigars after you started working here. Is I that did. correct? I did, okay. yeah, yeah. So, like, what, what are some of your go-tos? What do you <laughs> like to smoke, being a new cigar smoker? Right now, my favorite is the, and again, I lo- I started smoking like the Acids and the Deadwood series by yep. Drew Estate and things like that, but, and I still enjoy those, you know, every now and then, but I think my favorite cigar right now is the Liga Pravada T52. Ooh. I haven't tried the Flying Pig version, but the, you know, the regular one is fantastic. Good deal. I know uh, uh, my ex, Kristen, that we talk about on the show a lot. Her favorite cigar right now is a Leather Rose okay, off the yep. Deadwood series. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I know you have uh, those in the humidor. Yep. So what what else, uh, like what do you stock in the humidor? What what brands do you carry here? Our big brands are like Rocky Patel, Christoph Gurkha, Arturo Fuente. Um, we do, I mean, Drew Estate is probably the best seller mm-hmm. out of like all, I mean, like Undercrowns, Ligas, when we can get them, of course. Yeah. Um, all of the deadwood, the acids, but yeah. So like, Gurkha, Arturo, Christoph, Rocky, Drew Estate. We have like a lot of kind of like boutique brands also. Yeah. Like we have Caldwell Cigars. I'm and, a big fan of the Caldwells actually, yeah. and they're they're harder to track down in the St. Louis area, but it seems like it's more of a southern cigar. Okay. So I I find it here. I find it in Cape Girardeau. I find it further down south when I travel to Florida and whatnot. So I, like I said, I'm a big fan of the Caldwells. So yeah. I know you've got some brick house in there, you know, the JC Newman. So there's, it's, it's a nice, well-stocked humidor for sure. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Good we, deal. we do really well. Well, good deal. So, I see you've got a crowd coming I've got in. got people here. So again, we really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes with us and, uh, you know, just thanks again. Absolutely. Hey, Look forward it. to it. So that was our conversation with uh, Jeannie Rudd. She could not have been nicer. She was very nice. I think a little nervous to be on uh, I the microphone. I think so, with too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she was telling me um, off mic that I guess she uh, had worked some uh, uh, various bars and whatnot up in the Nashville area and, um, you know, had made her way to Paducah. and Nashville, I think, Tennessee, Tennessee. not Illinois. Yes, yes. And uh, Clarify that. Yeah. I mean... I don't think many people think of Nashville, <laughs> Illinois, when they're thinking of, you know. First thing I think of. But well, yeah. yeah, but anyway. Because so, I'm from here. Yeah. But, uh, no, she was very nice. It was and probably a little off-putting, too, that I did the interview shirtless. That's always off-putting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And we, I like to be, I like to, you know, feel free, you know, when I'm. Well, then when sitting uh, in a cigar lounge when, and doing uh, an interview, when one of the owners, Joaquin Hilton, came back um, and sat down with you, um, we did make you put your shirt back. That's on true. It's true. We did. Yeah, we did. So, um, and you guys covered some some similar ground between talking with uh, Jeannie and Joaquin. Get a little more into you the know, uh, ordinance and things they had to get changed up. So, yeah. yeah. So, 
Well, anyway, so do we want to listen to that interview now, then? I say we do that now. All right. Well, how about before we do that? Oh, God. Let's talk about the Ashton Cabinet for a minute. So okay. I'm um, getting close to about the halfway point. I'm there. I haven't done a retro hail yet. I figure well, I we'll think do. it's time. I yeah. talk. <laughs> Hmm. A little bit of bite in the beginning, but I don't know if that's just because yeah. I tried to throw too much smoke through the nose or if time. that was actually the retro hail itself. I can't quite tell. There's just that little bite right, right in the very beginning right of in the it. beginning. That's it. That's yeah. It. Huh. Interesting. But it doesn't well, linger. It's not peppery. It's not. I don't know how to explain it. The coffee has gotten really fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's like 30 degrees I was going to say, because you and I are sitting out on the tundra doing this episode. I may have to put my shirt back on today, too. Pretty sure this is the last episode on the back deck of Kristen's house. Oh, we got time. I don't know. It'll warm back up. We'll have Indian summer yet. Awfully. I think we hit that. I think think we're already there. I think we've gotten past that. Uh, Okay. I think this is the reality now. That's just my. I can live with this, man. I love the fall. Oh, that's just my thought. This is like chillier than fall. Oh, it's nice. This is chilly. We haven't had a frost yet. True, we have not. And we're way behind on that. We're 10 days behind our normal frost date at this point. Mm. So, crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, well, why don't we listen to your interview with uh, Joaquin Hilton from the Old Fashioned Cigar Bar. There you go. And now we're joined by Joaquin, the uh, manager, co-owner. Co-owner of the Old Fashioned Cigar Bar. That's awesome. So, I really love your place. I've been here three, four times now, and I really, really enjoy it. Well, thank you. Thank so, you. Now, you guys, uh, we were talking earlier with your manager, and she was telling us that uh, I guess you guys opened a couple of years ago just as a cigar well, bar actually, well, or a cigar lounge. Well, we, there used to be a retail store. Okay. And just this, we have such a big space that it just is kind of the decline, you know, right before this big cigar boom that we're experiencing right now, yeah. which is crazy. But it's just 2,500 square feet for a retail store is just, it was hard to manage. Oh, absolutely. So we actually, in the city of Paducah, there's a smoking ban, you know, smoking ban. And so the bar, you can smoke in bars. So we actually approached the city commission and, you know, we said, you know, let's do a cigar bar ordinance where we can smoke. You know, we did health rotation. There are rules to us having the mm-hmm. cigar bar. You know, there's no cigarette smoking here. There's no vaping allowed. Yeah. We can't sell cigarettes and we can't sell vape supplies, which is fine. You have to have a walk-in humidor. Yep. And then we can sell alcohol. Now, did you, going through that process, did you find a lot of pushback or was the council Not receptive to it? They were very receptive. Matter of fact, the mayor is a member. Oh, that's awesome. He's right there. Good deal. <laughs> so... Uh, we touched a little bit on what's in your humidor. Kind of, kind of walk us through what you've got, and you know, like the, you know, the different brands and whatnot. Well, that you carry. I try to stick to the brick and mortar friendly. You know, nothing against the big guys, but you know, a lot of the stuff that you find on Thompsons or you know the web on the retail web websites. Yeah, I try to stay away from it. Um, first off, they have a fifteen percent discount because that's the tobacco tax for Kentucky. Yeah, and then. They're able to, you know, General owns Thompson's and, you know, some of the others. And it just, we can't compete with those prices. Yeah, absolutely. And 
I try to be more towards the brick and mortar, you know, um, you know, Robert Caldwell, Cigars, Kristoff, you know, they, they protect their pricing. Um, you know, we do carry all, we carry all the popular brands. We still carry Macanudo and all that. It's nothing against them, but yeah. we, you know, we have Blanco cigars, you know, and then Blanco we do, you know, he's a veteran. So I'm trying to support his cause, you know, uh, with Gurkha, you know, we stick more towards Gurkha on the seller reserve. It's more price protected. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to do where if you come to, to our bar, or you, you know, someone else's cigar a humidor, you're going to find the same prices or comparable. Yeah. And I noticed um, you've got some J.C. Newman. You've got the Brick House in yep. there. Um, you know, notice the uh, oh the Deadwood series. Yep. You know, with uh, got to go with the acid popular, whatnot. Always. So you got to go with some of the you know Deadwood yeah. right now. I can't keep on the shelf. Yep. I mean, I just got lucky and got flooded with a big back order of it. That's awesome. It's. It's crazy because I've been, I mean, there's been, my humidor, we try to keep it as stocked up as, as you know, as we can, but it's just, it's hard. Now, you got your liquor license, if I'm not mistaken, like right before COVID kicked in. So we built this, we built a cigar bar. There was a gap of about seven months, you know, we, um, the, the retail store went out of business that, you know, that, you know, that dissolved and all that. And so we did a brand new business with a cigar bar and just COVID was hitting. Yep. And right as we had, you know, we approached the city commission to do this, things shut down. Yeah. So we literally built the bar during COVID. We had, you know, we had friends that didn't have anything to do. They were at home. Yeah. So we just came in and we built it out. And so around mid-April... It eased up, some of the rules had eased up a little bit. We were op- we were allowed to open as a members bar only, so Ooh. only members were allowed in, which was, I mean, it's great for a soft opening, but it was tough for the customers telling them, I'm sorry, you have to be a member. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that we were trying to be cold, but it was just we had to abide by city and state laws. I mean, exactly. Kentucky really had... When the mass ordinances came, most states didn't have the muscle that the Kentucky governor did. Kentucky governor gave uh, the alcohol alcohol uh, beverage control authority over the mask mandate. Oh. So if we violate, if someone came in without a mask and we didn't enforce it for any reason, you could get stuck. Alcohol beverage control came in and they find you. Yeah, and a lot of the bars in the area got hit by it so we had to be very strict and we didn't it wasn't it wasn't a happy thing but you know but we were also as soon as the uh vaccines came out we hosted a vaccine clinic for all the bars downtown and the restaurants we vaccinated over 60 persons just so we can get the monkey off our back yep you know they were saying if you if you were vaccinated you didn't have to wear a mask so we didn't force anybody no all the employees were, it was optional, but Good deal. everybody wanted, everybody downtown came in and came in for, we did the Moderna, they did two vaccines and everybody just wanted to get back to work. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Now, since things have somewhat, I wouldn't say they're back to normal, but they're approaching normal again. Um, have you seen a nice uptick in clientele? Oh, this is the biggest cigar boom since the 90s. Yeah. This has been a sick. I mean, 
it's hard to get a lot of stuff right now. It's, I mean, unfortunately, we're, you know, we can't get lighters. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Um, I've been on back order with Lotus on, you know, just general, you know, sell lighter. We can't. Well, we, we've talked to other lounges, you know, that we've interviewed and had on the show. And to a person, they've all told us about the issues, you know, with sub, the supply chain yeah. and what they're running into where they may make an order of 12 boxes of cigars and they might get two of them in. Yeah, or, you know, For the longest time, my Deadwoods. Yeah. I had 20 box order. I would get one box at a time. You know, yep. we're doing a Rocky event this weekend. I got half of my event order. Yeah. Now, you just... Know, just for the listeners, I want to mention that Rocky event's going on, you know, tonight. Tonight we and tomorrow night. And that, you know, our show won't come out till probably Tuesday. Um, but do you have regular events here at the store? Oh, yeah, all the time. We have live music here on Saturday nights. Uh, Wednesday we do, it's kind of an early music night. We do 6.30 to 8.30. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a working night, so a lot of persons are home by 10. Yeah. So we offer a little bit of entertainment, but Saturday nights we do that. Once a month, we try to do some kind of cigar event. It's just, again, because of, you know, a lot of the companies are holding back and a lot of the companies are holding back and not, you know, they're not doing live events. Yeah. Drew Estate, their sales reps are optional if they can go out, but they can't do events. You know, Rocky Patel has been one of the few that are out. You know, Kristoff is out doing yep. events. Gurkha's doing events. Well, we, we just had an event up in St. Louis at Riverman um, with Martinez Cigars. They came in and did a rolling event. And then a week or so later, um, they had our uh, friends from, uh, yeah, Husser Aroa, our friends from JRE, yeah. came in and did a couple of events in St. Louis. So. Things are starting to get back to normal. Yeah, and it's easier in a bigger city to get events in. Yeah. Unfortunately, Paducah, I mean, it's just, we're just in a real special, we're three hour, three three and a half hours from Lexington, yep. three hours from St. Louis, two and a half from Nashville, so it's just, it's really, you know, to get an event here is sometimes tough. Yeah, catch them you know, when they're coming through kind of thing, yeah. You know, we are, we're, you know, we're a Gurkha Lounge. So, good deal, good deal. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the bar's great. We've been sitting here. I know you've got the members' lounge. Yep. Now, that's that's upstairs. So, you have a members-only lounge that you yep. have as well. And that's all these barrel heads. So, every member gets, these are actual, these are Buffalo Trace uh, bourbon barrels. Oh, okay. They're, they're adorning the walls yep. here. Yeah. Yep. They, um, you know, we clean them up, and then we have them laser etched with their name. And you've got, I know, the, the gentleman I'm sitting next to here on the wall. Paul Sigma, is, owner of yep. Dozy Place, has one of the best steakhouses One of your around. charter members. So, so yes. Yeah, so, everybody that has joined up at the beginning, we label them as a charter member. Persons that have came up after would, will just be like, you know, this gentleman right here, Mike Love. He owns all the McDonald's in towns. Oh, okay. So. That's awesome. But we've just been, we've been received really well. Um, our air purification is second to, I want to say second to none. Um, we have 25,000 square feet of air purification for a 2,400 square foot establishment. Yeah. So, I mean, you see everybody smoking and 
Yeah, and there's I haven't a, noticed. There's not a cloud. That that cloud that hovers. You know, yeah, you January, don't have that. We are doing a little bit of an expansion. We're blowing out the front right there. We're restoring the balcony. This building's from 1896. Ooh. So we're actually going to restore the original front to it. Oh, that's cool. And then we're adding the balcony that used to be up there, which will be a two. There will be indoor and an outdoor balcony. Very cool. Well, I really do like what you've done with the lounge here. It sits in beautiful downtown Paducah, yeah. right on the riverfront. Um, now, one thing, you guys don't have food here, but there are restaurants was, so close to you. There are. That was one of the rules that we agreed to when we did the cigar license, yeah. that we wouldn't serve food. Yep. But we had no objection to it. One of the things about downtown Paducah, we all get very well along. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody. So, you know, Paducah Axe delivers food, Doe's will deliver food, you know, all the restaurants will either deliver food lie. or you can pick it up and you can bring it and I, you can enjoy I, it. I went by foot down to Burchard's and got some crawfish at there Dufay. There you go. And if you like Cajun food, it's the way yeah, to go. Burchard's is good, a good place yeah. to go. I mean, we have some magnificent, I mean, downtown Paducah has, you know, everything, you know, Sarah Bradley, you know, she has her restaurant, Top Notch, you know, Cynthia's, J or, uh, Paducah Axe, you know, there's nowhere to go wrong around here. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people may not think of Paducah as a destination, but it, oh, is. it is. Actually, it is. Yeah. It is a very big destination. We just had got another designation, you know, um, our city commissioners and our, and our, uh, and our mayor really work hard to develop what Paducah is. Um, one of the cool things is we get the riverboats, the old classic riverboat oh, yeah. cruises, the American Queen, the Duchess, they all come in and they just dock up and you'll see all, all the passengers will come out and come experience and, and, and you know, experience what downtown Paducah is. That's very cool. So again, uh, it's the uh, old fashioned cigar bar here. Beautiful downtown Paducah. How do folks reach out to you on the socials? So we're on Facebook. Uh, you can either, we have a business page or we also have a friends page. You can reach out. You can always look me up, Joaquin Hilton. Um, I have my Facebook page. Jeannie Rudd is our general manager. Always reach us out to us. Facebook is the best one. Instagram is the Old Fashioned Cigar Bar. Good deal. Good deal. Well, thanks again. We really appreciate you taking time. You I know you've got your me. event tonight. So I know you got to get off yeah. and start working on that, but thank that's awesome. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. So my takeaway from those two interviews is that you were very fixated on food. I was hungry. Obviously. Well, you'd had a Quiznos <laughs> at the gas station when we stopped. Mm-hmm, toasty. I had crawfish <laughs> at it, you're not a Cajun guy, and you don't like seafood. Nah, nah, nah. I'm telling you right now, it's the old whaler's catch, which anybody familiar with Paducah will remember that. But uh, it shut down, and the folks at Burchard's, they have a restaurant over in Cape Girardeau as well. And they reopened it, and it is the food's just incredible. Well, there you go. But there's a there's a barbecue place like a couple of doors down. There, there's just restaurants all over all downtown over Paducah. And it's if if you're looking for if you're in the Midwest and you're looking for like a weekend destination, you know, a, yeah, a day tripper kind of thing. Paducah's great. Yeah, no, we had a lot of fun. And, we did. It was a good um, time. It was a good time. But then we also had amaretto sours at the bar there, we and did. they were tasty. They were good. Yes. So then we left there and uh, swung by the tobacco barn. Mm-hmm. 
picked up some sticks there and we'll like like jeff said you know we're gonna circle back to the tobacco barn in a future episode because um they gave us one of their well actually two yep uh of their house blend cigars yes and but the one the sincero yes is apparently a pretty special cigar so we're gonna be circling back with them about that we're gonna gonna call them in and actually smoke that on the show at a future date yes but from there we had to get to a football game. Yes. Jeff was shooting a football game in... That was um, the, the whole reason for the trip. Metropolis, exactly. Yes. And so we got there with about 20, about a minute 25 left in the first half. Yes. And I debated on even getting out of the FJ because I thought, no, just wait till, you know, we'll just sit here through the half and, you know, smoke a cigar and break the break the law on a school property. And uh, But we didn't. And I decided, no, I'm going to go on up and maybe I'll get a couple of pictures. And I walked up. There was 28 seconds left on the clock. Okay. And I got five photos that I could use for the paper. Which meant we didn't have to stay through the half. No. (laughs) I shot my pictures and we bailed. It was the shortest football game I've ever gone and covered. We traveled hours. For 28 seconds. For 28 seconds. Yeah. But it timed out great. Then from there... That's when you took me on a little diversion. I hadn't told Nick about this ahead of time. My my cousin, uh, who I went to his wedding out in Colorado, mm-hmm. out in Breckenridge, so they were having their wedding reception in, well, it said Cobden. It was in Anna, Illinois. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, so it was we, out in the middle of nowhere. We go to Great Boars of Fire, which, by the way, guys, is an outstanding barbecue place. They win like barbecue competitions all over the country. And so we go there, and they're having the dance and the reception, and we walk in, and everybody... Mind you, we got there at like 9.15. Yeah. Yeah, because luckily, I didn't stay This thing started at 5.30. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And Nick was a wedding crasher. I was. Yeah, he was my my plus one. I was. He was my date to the wedding. And uh, we walk in, and my family's like, oh my God, Jeff made it. It's because I had warned him that I had football to shoot, so I don't even think they expected me to show up. It's true. So I come walking in, and all the food was packaged up. We it, uh, proceeded to unpack it. Yes, we <laughs> we unfoiled all the food and got out a knife and cut ourselves off giant chunks of pork roast. It was good. Oh, my God, was it good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, they know how to cook down there, and they had asparagus with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was tasty. And new potatoes and mac and cheese, and it was a feed. It was good. It was good. So after eating crawfish etouffee, I strapped on for fourth meal. And yeah, and pound down. I had some. that. I had that Quiznos, and then I had yeah. that. So yeah. I mean, you know, and Jeff's all like, "Man, you've been grazing all day," and I'm like, "No, I've been snacking all day. <laughs> you've been the one having full on meals all it's true. day." It's true. Yeah, I'd actually gone to gone to the Grecian for my uh, interview before I right. Uh, picked I was you gonna up, say so. like, yeah, yeah. So I I, I ate a lot on you the, ate a lot Friday. that day. But uh, no, we had such a good time, and and Eric and Brittany, God love them, they're just the sweetest couple, and I was so glad I got to go for them. So. And was it after we left the football game or was it after we left there that you proceeded to pull over in the middle of the road and take a piss? That was on the way to the reception. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, guys, if you want, that video is on the full pulpit <laughs> parishioners page. I didn't turn the dome light on, so it's it's total darkness. But you can hear what I heard, which was him, you know, piss, sounding like a freaking cow on a flat rock, you know, just <laughs> pissing and... 
with the sound of the football game in the background. You know, yeah, it's I like I was listening to another game. We ended up uh, in my newspaper areas. We ended up with three teams that are in the playoffs this Saturday. Have fun so, with that. Yeah, it's we're going to be uh, scattered all over the place, but we're going to get them covered. So we've mm. already got a plan of action. But yeah, so no, Jeff abducted me to a family function. And what was so funny is everyone's coming up, so you're Nick. <laughs> and I got to meet his aunts that babysat him while he was high in Colorado. Yeah. Um, met his one cousin. Um, it, it was funny, too. My Aunt Donna looks at Nick and goes, oh, you have no idea. And Nick's like, no, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I very much do. He went I've, to Vegas with I've me. I've done it a couple times now, yeah. actually. <laughs> Twice in Vegas. I'm very well aware of what you went through. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. It was a good time. It was fun. It was a good time. I think I dropped you off at your car, what, about uh, 11 o'clock, 11.30? It was late. It was late. No, it was later than that, wasn't well, it? Well, it wasn't midnight because I made it, remember I made it to Casey's in time to get the cat food. It's true. Yeah, but they were turning off the light when you were like leaving. Yeah, so. as I'm walking out the door, they yeah. the place so it was went dark. So it was almost midnight. Yeah, I was the last customer. Yeah, and uh, ran ran the cat food out to the farm and probably scared the heck out of my cousins <laughs> driving driving down there at you know midnight. No, nope. but uh, as I'm known to do, I'm nope. known to show up show up uh, to the farm late. So yeah, but no, it was a it was a good Friday night. It was a fun Friday night. Yeah, we had so, we had a lot of fun. It did. It did. So, Jeff, um, I am very well near almost done with this I am too. Ashton cabinet here. Um, it's been a good, good cigar. I mean, I it's, like it. it's a, you know, it's a Connecticut. You, you want to do a, so. uh, a nub retro hail here? We can. Let's do that. Because uh, right. I don't think it's going to make it through Ask the Boys. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some power and intensity on that retro hail. But just like a quick burst. Yeah. But I don't know if it's pepper or what it is. It's not pepper. I don't know what it is. It's just something. It hasn't been it's a bad. It's not even like baking spice or anything. It's just sharp. Yeah. It hasn't been a bad smoke. It's, no. I've enjoyed it. It's been a nice, good, easy Connecticut. So. My first cigar of the day, and I think it was a good choice. It, it has been good, and it's going well with the fucking coffee. So don't don't let Nick tell you that I never buy cigars because I bought these cigars. You have. I've I've been very honest that these have been ones that you picked up in Kansas City. Uh, I did. I mean, you know, because I thought it would give us some stuff that what? we're not we're not accustomed three to three or here. four cigars out of you know however many that we've done on the show. This is what episode two twenty eight, I think. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 rocking a good percentage there, Jeff. I'm I'm one to two percent mm, of the cigars. I don't even know if four out of two hundred and twenty eight is one to two percent. Yeah, I, I'm not good with math. Yeah. as as uh, you know, referenced by the uh, conversion on the water for the coffee. Right. Yeah. There you go. So I actually made two pots of coffee with that little bag of little bag of coffee. So. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, well, why don't we go ahead and get into Ask the Boys? Let's do it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question? You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. I totally nailed that, Jeff. We did some ashket ball. We did. He's got a. He's got. What? Would, what is that? Is that like a little grill? It's my fire pit. Yeah, and uh, it's over there. It's filled with rainwater because <laughs> it poured last night. And uh, he tried to make it in, and uh, I think he missed. I think I shanked it. Yeah. He shanked it, but I'm sitting even further away, 
and I nailed it. Dead on. Just nailed it. Dead, Dead on. on. Just perfect. So, anyway, I'm proud of myself. Well, guys. If it had been a grenade, you'd have taken out the bunker. I would have. Guys, it's time for Ask the Boys, where we uh, answer your listener questions about cigars and just generally anything. Yeah. So you can give us a call on the Ask the Boys hotline. As always, the Adam Protocol is in effect. At area code 863-874-0000. Is that slow enough, Dave? I hope so. <laughs> and uh, so why don't we go ahead and oh, jump. Oh, wait, it's Mr. Garofalo to Jump me. right in to the first <laughs> call here. Hi, fellas. This is Jim with Smoking Cat Approved. Listen, I just wanted to comment on uh, um, Ed. Was Ed Sullivan that called in just the other day? <laughs> Ed Sullivan or parents? I don't. Re- I don't remember who it was. Anyways, the first question, uh, Jeff, and you put it. Uh, uh, sorry. Um, asked him on if his paper. Um, with no explanation there. I would say um, I would assume that he had either stolen gasoline or that he had been arrested for incorrect use of the word myriad. Those are my two guesses as to what Jeff would have been accused of in a newspaper clipping. That's just my opinion. Appreciate the time. You guys can ruminate on that and enjoy the rest of the show. Our man Jim Beebe. Jim cut out there for a minute, but I caught the gist of what he was saying there. I have and, stolen uh, gas. That's yeah, actually, I know. I've done that. No, yeah. we, we've covered that before. <laughs> and, and, and got caught before I could bring back the can. And he obviously remembered <laughs> that story. Um, I which, should be in jail. Probably. But guys, um, as it pertains to listener Jim there. If you haven't gone to check out the Smoking Cat Approved Cigar Props, yeah, you really need to. He makes these awesome uh, cigar heavy. props, and they're heavy-duty cigar props, and they're just ridiculously cool. Every once in a while, um, typically when I'm at Top Shooters, I use mine. Um, so if you see um, in a picture like a really big, heavy, kind of gold-looking uh, yep. cigar prop, that's his. You you do yourself a favor and look into that. It's a fantastic little accessory. I have mine right here. Eyes on. Eyes on. I see it. There I is. Eyes look, there's have, a cigar in it now. I have eyes on the cigar prop. And uh, it's, it's Smoking a, Cat Approved. It's a good little accessory, so you want to make sure you check that out. And yeah, I would say that uh, stealing gas is definitely um, <laughs> something that Jeff could be accused of. Oh, thank God I knew the family. Myriad. That that's uh, I'm trying to remember when you screwed up the definition of myriad or the meaning of myriad. Oh, God only knows. Uh, I'm sure you have. Oh, repeatedly. you tend to say words sometimes that I think you think you know what I the say, uh, I say definition things. is. <laughs> you throw them out just to sound smart, and then and you know, then don't whatever. But you know, it's 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 one of those things. Anyway, all I, right. I fancy myself a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next question here. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Hey, boys. It's Christian, a.k.a. Big Polka. What's up, Christian? Big Polka. Just uh, say I got two questions for you all for this week, boys. First question is actually going out to Gator. Uh, so I recently found out I'm going to be expecting a daughter coming this March. A little uh, unexpected for me, as I thought I might have been having 
a boy, but uh, Gator. I would think it'd be unexpected because uh, you're a dude. When you found out you were having a, a daughter, when you found out Addie was on her way into this world, uh, curious to know how you how you took that. I'm already starting to look at expanding my gun collection and starting to melt metal to start building a chastity belt. <laughs> and other question for the both of you guys is. You could go back in time, talk to yourselves when you're 16 years old. What advice would you give to yourself back when you were 16? Boy, that's time. The question brought up to me, and I found it to be quite interesting and very thought-provoking. And curious to see how you guys would react to that. Looking forward to hearing those responses. And as always, stay safe and stay smoky, guys. Bye. You know what's weird? That is a very timely question. Because we just had this discussion like just yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You and me and Kristen and Sarah here yeah. on the deck here, we were talking about that and uh, how we really, I was saying that what I really wish is that instead of these like billionaires investing money into private space travel, I wish they'd start investing into cloning technology so that they could make a copy of all of my memories and my brain waves and whatnot and everything and put it into a perfect copy of myself uh, when I was about 18 years old yep. so that I could get a second go at this. Mm-hmm. And um, I think my answer to that question is I would tell my 16-year-old self, Nick, as much as you love it, you are allergic to fried food and you desperately need to get off your ass. Yeah. <laughs> fried food and bread. Yes. Yeah. It's like, Same here. Like, avoid... The, the 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 foods you like to eat, avoid them. And, uh, you know, in terms of exercise, get busy. Yeah. You know, because, uh, woof, man, at nearly 40, it's so not easy to get going Dude, on that wait train. Till, wait till 52. Well, see, I'm planning on trying to get on that train now Here's so that the problem. I'm 52, I'm not in the shape that you are. I By the time you're 52, I'll be 64. And think about that. It's true. Yeah, I and let's be honest, I'm not going to make it to 64. It's probably I'll true. barely make it to my 53rd birthday. <laughs> Got him on borrowed time. Uh, uh, you better would... you better be looking for other co-hosts just cuz I'm going to just keel over one of these days. So what are you telling your 16-year-old self? Oh, man. You know what? You you want to know what I would tell my 16-year-old self? This is going to be good. No, and it, it is and it isn't. Um don't be shy. I was shy when I was younger. You know, I was a really good kid. No, I would agree with that. You know, I would, no, and, I would agree with that. High and, school and college, I was way too. I was. It's the same thing that everybody is. You're you're more concerned. You think everybody has all these opinions and thoughts about you, yeah. and you're too self absorbed. You're and in your own head, and it's like just have a good time. You're mm-hmm. young. Enjoy yourself, because yeah, you just. God damn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like you're focused on all the wrong shit. Youth is wasted on the young. It's true. Yeah. It's really true. So much truth. So what was the first question for me there? Uh it was about your daughter. He he okay. he's had his wife, Christian's wife, Christian, piece of advice, buddy. You're not having a kid. Your wife is having a kid. And at some point you're gonna be gently well, reminded okay, of that. Okay, they're having a child. No, 
she's <laughs> carrying the child. She's going through the work. And at some point, he's going to be not so gently reminded of that fact. And I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen one day. Probably when during the labor. Ha- the labor, yeah. or she's going to be super hormonal one day. And one day, he's going to be gen- not so gently reminded of the fact that he really, his part is done in terms of the birth yeah. process and so just a piece of advice christian you're not having a kid your wife is having a kid but anyway um he, he i guess he was thinking that he was gonna have a boy turns out he's gonna have a girl um you know i'll say this as a guy who i didn't know what we were gonna have until i did well yeah i, I mean, told you what what you were having you did i did you, the penny test did and the it penny test and and i had a gut feeling yeah that it was gonna be a boy yeah. um However, I didn't know medically until it was done. I and, did the penny um, thing on the string. I get it. I get it. And that was accurate. We did that but at Bella Milano. I know. I remember. And yeah. it worked. But the point is, um, I didn't know for 100% certain scientifically that Max was going to be a boy until you know he was born. But I will say this. Um, I know I have got a, a feeling where Christian's coming from. He wanted a boy. Because guys want boys. Guys want See, guys want boys to like pal around with. I to, disagree and, with you. and to well, no, just hear me out for a minute. Okay. They want they want somebody to like teach how to be a man and pass the family name on and all this kind of stuff and whatnot. But the thing is, Christian, what you got to remember is it's it, it, it's a child, and you're going to love that child no matter what. So just you know, start. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily think you say that. I will tell you. Start figuring both, out a way to. I have two daughters, and they're both parties. they're both beautiful young ladies. Yes. Oh, forget the tea parties, and you'll end up doing some of that. But like, you know, I taught Hannah how to shoot and drive. Yeah. I taught Addie how to shoot, and eventually, I mean, she has been driving a little bit at the farm. We'll we'll let her drive the truck around, and yeah. you know whatnot. But you know, Addie, Addie is a better shot with a rifle than I am. There you go. That kid is a dead eye. And, you know, it's funny. We started out with the 22. She worked her way up to the AR. And you've seen her shoot the AR. Yep. The kid's, a, the kid's just dead on with her aim. Yep. So she really is a good shot. And, you know, you, you can have all those same experiences with, with a girl or with a boy. And, you know, I, I want my daughters to know how to shoot and know how to drive and know how to change a battery and change a tire and oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Absolutely. It's you're you're gonna love this dude and in it's a journey. It it's gonna be tiring at times, you know, especially late night feedings and all that kind of stuff. Um but it you're just absolutely gonna love it. Well, and he's talking about getting a chastity belt and everything like that. I mean, I'll admit I, I said this just yesterday too, which was, you know, part of the reason I'm glad I had a boy is I only have the one wiener to worry about. I don't have all of them to worry about, but you know, that is something that yes, as a father, you're going to be concerned about. Now, hopefully though, in the period of time that you have that daughter completely and utterly focused on you, you know, before she starts expanding her worldview and starts looking at other people and whatnot, um, during that period of time, impress upon her her independence, her strength, and everything like yep. that, to where you don't have to worry about worrying about other wieners. You know, God, like just no, make it so weird. I'm, t- dude. You know what? It's a thing. It's yeah. a it's a thing. Well, it you know, and in at at some point. They're going to get a little hormonal and they're going to, you're going to lose them for a while. I've, you know, I've, I've gone through this with both daughters and it's just, you know, it's part of life and I'm just waiting for everything to circle back around, you know, (laughs) 
and and hopefully it does. Yeah, but you know, it's one of those things where you know, teach them, teach them the fundamentals, teach them to stand up for themselves. Like I, I've told Addie, I've told Addie this a hundred times. I told Hannah this when she was growing up. I said, I never want you to start a fight, but I always want you to finish it. There you go. And I got bad advice when I was a kid. Like, my parents were all big on, you know, we were real strict Baptists, and they were real big on turn the other cheek. And I got bullied, like, when I was in junior yeah. high. And that's one thing I would tell myself now is, somebody starts messing with you, just punch them in the fucking face. <laughs> and so, that's, you know, I've tried to instill that in, in both of the girls, and I don't know if it's taken or, you know, we'll we'll find out with time here. But... Always, <laughs> he got all choked up thinking about it. No, like, take a drink of your fucking coffee. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I got. Uh, I I breathe. You know, it's in. funny you say that. I was just watching an episode of DS Nine the other night uh, where Nog was uh, on the. Uh, he's a cadet and he's on the security force and he's getting uh, some crap from some Klingons. And uh, Captain Cisco told him, you know, you just need to stand up to him, treat him like a Klingon, and all that. And little Nog, he stood up to the Klingons, and you know what? They respected him afterwards. Did they rub for his it. lobes? No, they respected him for it afterwards. <laughs> exactly. You know, but that's the thing. Um, you know, like I've told Addie, I don't want to let, I don't want her to let anybody else get picked on, and I sure don't want her doing the picking. But I always want her defending somebody. There you go. You know, yeah. There, there, there's a really good line in the movie American Sniper. Okay. That there are sheep and then there are sheepdogs. And you want to be a sheepdog. You don't want to be a sheep. You want to be the one protecting the flock, not part of the flock. There you go. So oh. there there you go. That's that's my take on the matter. So there you go, Christian. A couple of uh, actual legit answers to Who knew? You know, some some kind of like, you know, legit questions. So all right, moving on to the next question here. Nick Gator. Frank from Jersey. Frank. Sorry, it's been a while. Uh, Nick Gervais is handing out free uh, my monthly cigars to Christians. If uh, we didn't call him that week, so I took advantage of that and then worked out busy. Um, two <laughs> things. First off, uh, Trey Max idea for the digital cigar. They kind of already have that. It's called um, Cigar Scanner. It's an app. You take a picture of your cigar with the band. It'll bring up all the info about it. Vitolas. Blends, um, MSRP, and then you can also add it to my humidor, so you can have a list of all your cigars in there, and you can also post pictures, kind of like a cigar kind of Facebook thing. Uh, my question for the week is: Would you rather? No oh boy. Would you rather wake up on a work day at your job in your underwear, or twenty miles away from home naked in the woods? I've done, I have a feeling I've, I know what Gator's going to say. I've done both. Um, stay smoky, guys. Keep it up. Talk to you soon. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, Nick knows I'll sit and lay my paper out on the back deck in my boxers. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he actually will work in his underwear. Ish. Yeah. Now, he won't be doing it at his office. Although, then again. <laughs> what I did my family say to you at the reception? The fir- One of the first things somebody said to me was that they were happy that you showed up and that you were wearing pants. <laughs> So, like, yes, your family is very well. The My pants, family knows me well. The pants situation. Yes. Um, yeah. I, you know, which would I rather do? Wake up and be at my office in my underwear or wake up and be 20 miles from home naked? Well, I think I'd rather be at my office in my underwear because I at least have some clothes. You have something on. You're And you're not good in the woods. You're not an outdoorsy type. Mm-mm. Not in the least. 
Yeah. That fucking coffee is really fucking cold. Yeah, it's 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 kind of icing over. It's gotten fucking icy. <laughs> it's got like a sheen on it now. Coffee number one is not the best when it's like all. I like cold coffee. I don't know. That's really cold. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like twelve degrees not, out right now. Not helping anything. Oh god. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna go with that. And as for the whole digital cigar thing, um. It's insane. It I, doesn't make any sense to me at all. I can't wrap my head around I it. Say, yeah. This is a whole thing. I just, you know. We're going to need to bill him for that cigar uh, app commercial he just did, though. <laughs> the scanner? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, well, I don't even know. The app is dead. You have to go online and create, like, a link onto your home screen or whatever in your phone because um, Apple wouldn't let... Uh, Cigar Scanner update the app anymore. Ah, oh, savages. So, because, you know, promotes evils of tobacco. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. I bet there's a marijuana app out there you can get all day long. There probably is. Yeah. So, all right. Next question here. Hey, guys. It's Rob. What's up, Rob? Uh, wanted to get your opinion on something I ran into this week. Uh was visiting a shop other than my normal one and ran into buckle your seatbelt some <laughs> either mold or plume um, not a hundred percent sure what it was I it know was mold. A debate no, about the mold plume on cigars and the humidor itself was just a little dusty not well kept I'm um, not, obviously not going to name names or name shops or anything like that, but wanted to get your opinion on as far as, is that like a turnoff for you guys? Would you guys not get anything from from a humidor like that or a shop like that? Or, or are you more selective on what you would get? Just kind of want to get your, your opinion on uh, if you walked into a humidor that's not exactly the, the most upkept humidor you've seen. Appreciate the answer. I love the show, guys, and uh, enjoy. Okay, so first off, plume is good, mold is bad. Yes, but it's so hard to tell which is which. I just pretty much default to I don't do either. Okay, so. Because, quite frankly, nine times out of ten, people are diagnosing something as plume and it's mold. Well, and you can tell the difference, okay? And can you? Because I, I'm I telling, I'm literally telling you that 90% of the time, people can't. I, I, well, okay, let's be honest. I can because I do a lot of food fermenting. Okay. You know, sauerkraut, kimchi. Yeah. You know, I've, I've fermented tomatoes. I've fermented jalapenos. I've done, you know, all kinds of stuff. And there, you get a thing called, I think, I, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but like cam yeast. Yeast on a ferment is not necessarily bad, although you want to skim that because... <coughs> what is wrong with I keep you? choking on my cigar. <coughs> Pardon me. It's because you've... Yeah, moved. I've lit up a secondary cigar. Say, it's because you've moved on to the ass end of a really old quorum. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, anyway. I'm just enjoying my cold fucking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so bitter. I'm You're cold. So cold. I'm really cold. Anyway. I'm, I'm in shorts. I'm it's cold. not that cold it's, out. It's I got my out. I got my drug rug on and Dude, a pair of what does your thermometer shorts. say behind you there? Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's fifty degrees. It's not that. It's bad. fifty and windy. So it's cold. So anyway, I'm and I'm wet. used to looking for mold. Mold moist as a tradition is going to be 
yellow or it's going to be um, blue or green or black. Black is bad. It's been you know. white on cigars, though. But, okay, so with cigars, you'll get that plume. The plume is actually on the cellophane, not on the cigar itself, if it's cellophane. Yeah. So when I'm saying the ones that I see. Have I been in a shop and found yellow mold on a cigar? Yes, I have. Yes. And no, I did not. I, I purchased a cigar because we were there and had to get one to stay there. But it took a little rooting around to find a newer cigar that didn't have that. Um, and it's I, the and place again, that I'm thinking of. Yes. I. And we've only been there a couple of times. I lit mine and just paid the cutting fee to light one of mine. That's true. I yeah. did not. Purchase. I didn't bring any with me. That yeah, night. I didn't. I didn't purchase from that guy. I I lit one of mine and paid the five dollar. Yeah, it's fee. not a shop that we frequent no. or talk about, you know, on the air much. But, um, you know, that being said, yes, he he had some issues in his humidor. It, you know, that that's not something you want. But as far as plume, just just a white glaze on the cellophane, I have no problem with that at all. That just means it's been there for a while and it's been aged. I personally. I, I get I know exactly what kind of humidor you're talking about there, Rob. The kind when you walk in, it's got that kind of funky, musty smell. Yeah. Everything's kind of feeling old. Um, just everything's got a little eh, just kind of funk to it. Yeah. And um, there, there's a shop in Southern Illinois that I run into that with. I'm not again. I'm not going to name names. I don't want to trash anybody. I'm not but. a fan of that kind of humidor. Yeah, it's like I like it when the humidor is kept up. And the other thing I don't like is when you walk in. And they're six feet in between boxes, and half the boxes are closed because they're empty. Yes. You know, that's that's an issue. That's that's a dying store, and that's not a good thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I look, I try to be a good consumer when I go in. You know, I, I have a – it's a mental thing. When I go into a shop, I try and find something to buy. That something doesn't always have to be a cigar, though. Yeah. You know, you can find – um Maybe there's a lighter. Maybe there's a cutter. But I will say, in all the shops I've been in over the last five, ten years, maybe you need a bow to pack. I can name, <laughs> yeah, I can name two that I've ran into that issue with. Yeah, you know, and they're they're not ones we frequent, obviously, because of that. So. Yeah, well, and that's the thing: the ones that I have found that kind of a humidor at, I don't go back to. You know, yeah, for the most part, yeah. So, yeah, I I would say that. It's not a not a thing of mine. I look, you know, I go to the shops I go to because I know and I trust what they're doing. Exactly. You know, Riverman, The Hill, uh, Lit. Lit. I mean, you know, those are my shops because I know that they're maintaining their stock and their inventory well. And yeah, you know, I'll I'll if I'm traveling, I'll find a new shop and I'll look at it and everything. But um, and it's a roll of the dice as to what you're getting when you walk in. But, uh, you know, hopefully they take their inventory seriously. Well, and I will say on my trip to Colorado, you know, that I've talked about a lot on here. Yeah. There was a shop I went into. I didn't really talk about it much on the show, but there was a shop I went into and half the boxes were closed. Yeah. Half of the humidor was empty in addition to the closed boxes. And you could just tell the store was on the downhill slide. Now. Right now, though, you've got a lot of shops that are dealing with supply chain issues and everything. True. But was it that, or was it that it was pretty obvious that they were sliding? They were coasting. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was It was very obvious. So. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, it happens. 
You know, I mean, some shops just... uh, And it's not a shop I'll probably ever go back to again, because I don't have, you know, I don't really have a reason to do that travel. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But it was, I expected a lot more than I got when I went in there. And again, it wasn't one I talked about really on the show, so I'm just, you know, for that reason. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yep. So, all right, moving on to the next question here. How's it going, Pulpit? This is Eric Collin from the uh, People's Republic of Cook County. Candle oh. is Eric Steven. Just have a comment and a question for the group. Uh, comment of the day is um, the Easter eggs at the end of the podcast. Uh, I miss them when you don't do them. Aww. I listen to every podcast all the way to the end. And when I get to the end of the podcast and I don't get that little bit of an Easter egg at the end, I'm highly disappointed. Feeling cheated. And I think as a listener that I get to endure my way through the entire podcast during all the shenanigans, I think I should be rewarded with an Easter egg. So my comment of the day is please include some Easter eggs in every podcast episode because it's something I look forward to. But my question of the day is how long or how far down do you smoke a cigar? Uh, Me being a cheapskate that I am, I will smoke every cigar down as far as I possibly can until it burns my fingers but is there some correct distance, an inch, half inch, fingertip? Uh, not really sure, but because I'm cheap, I will smoke it all the way down as far as possible, no matter how good or bad the cigar is, because I've paid for it, and darn it, I'm going to smoke it. But that's my question for the pulpit. How far down do you smoke the cigar? Is there a distance or a length or something acceptable, not acceptable? Uh, but that's my question of the day. So calling from the People's Republic of Cook County, just north of you guys. Uh, but I enjoy the show. Keep it up. And again, I'm a vote for two shows a week. Keep it going. But appreciate it. Enjoy your evening. And take care, gentlemen. Thanks, brother. That that poor guy's living in Cook County. I think we ought we to think an- it's bad here in Illinois. Try being up there. I know. I think we ought to answer his question as the Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, so, no, in terms of uh, how far down to smoke the cigar, I've heard various things from various people. I've heard some people say smoke it to the band. I, that's, I I think that's a little ridiculous to me because the band, some of these bands are huge. Yes. And if you smoke it to the band, you're only smoking like half the cigar yeah. and that's just not, you know, whatever. Personally, I will take the band off. I'm like you. I'll smoke it for as long as I can within comfort levels as in is it getting too close to my mustache or my lips is it getting to the point that i can't you're, hold the cigar you're burning your fingers burning my fingers yeah. or whatnot so typically i leave what would you say maybe an inch to less than an inch yeah before i toss it yeah yeah the uh and, and you know i've seen some people that p- pull out the cigar picks i've got one laying here yeah on the table i don't use it very much because I'll, I'll smoke it down to about an inch or a little less there are and, and if i'll it, say if the tar builds up or it gets bitter i'll toss it but i will say i've had some cigars where i wished i had a cigar pick because it was just smoking so wonderfully mm-hmm. i didn't want to give it up yeah you know um but yeah i would say that if you're digging that cigar don't there's no pre-subscribed time to quit you bought I mean, the whole cigar smoke the whole smoke cigar. the whole thing if you it can. drives me nuts Hell, when i'm in a lounge there's some people that take the nubs and they'll use it as pipe tobacco yes they'll take the wrapper off and they'll uh you know they'll they'll put it in the or they'll put it in the the 
pipe and smoke it that way. I'm I'm actually going to do that right now. Look at you. Can you even do that? Look at Look that. at you. Yeah, it works. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can do that. You can get a pipe and just, I mean. Luckily, I had my pipe laying here to do that you way. You got your phone. You can take a picture, Jeff. I can take a picture of you that. You should take a picture of that. You should take a picture of that, and then we can put it up with this episode. That okay. way people can see what you've done. But, you know, I mean, look, you can, you can, there's ways if you want to, you know. Don't put me in the picture, you jackass. You're in the picture. I don't want to be in the picture. You're the, you're the background. Cold. Anyway. You're the, you're the ambiance. So I would say that, uh, you know, feel free to enjoy as much of that cigar as you absolutely want to. Amen. I would also say you're free to enjoy as little of the cigar as you want to, but why would you have spent that money if you're going to, you know, I was going to mention that out early. I've, you and I have been at lounges and we've seen people that will smoke a third of a cigar and toss it. Yep. And it's like, why did you pay that money just to waste all that? I don't know. Yeah, it they, drives but, me nuts. But they did. So it technically is their cigar. And it's to their do that. cigar. You, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. But if you're going to buy a cigar, sit and enjoy the cigar. Exactly. So, all right. The neighbor's dog agrees. You see? Exactly. Well, final question on this week's Ask the Boys. Hey guys, it's Noah, Noah Mr. Z49 on Instagram. Uh, my question this week is, would you rather live the rest of your life in India or become a quadriplegic? Oh, Jesus. Look forward to your answers. Stay smoky. I, I, I don't know how that's an either or. I was going to say, I feel like that's a real slam on the people of India that that would be the, you know... Um, question there yeah i i think i'd have to go with india yeah i mean you know i think i'd have to go with india yeah i kind of like my limbs not gonna lie dude that's a weird question (laughs) (laughs) it's a weird question (laughs) i i mean i'm not gonna adam protocol it because i I, i'm supporting it's not wretched no i'm supporting people of india there but that that's that's kind of a bizarre like either or and there's ways to look at it you know if if you're still alive, you're still alive, and you can still experience life. And I mean, you know, there are challenges with that, but you know, there's a lot of people in India. I I like my wide open spaces. I don't know. Are you seriously considering being a quadriplegic over living in India? I, I, I there's got to be a some sort of middle ground there. Not according to the question. According to the question, it's an either or. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have an answer. I think, Maybe that'll be the Easter egg. I think I'm going to get into the Bollywood culture. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm going to go India. Man. You're going to have to learn to dance. I mean, you know, you know a little <laughs> shimmy shimmy. God, don't ever do that again. <laughs> don't ever do that in front of me again. Do a little shimmy shimmy. You know, God, I wish I'd got a video of that. <laughs> that would haunt you on the pressure oh, page. Oh, it would. All I did was just shimmy my shoulders a little bit. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Stop that. I didn't do the like little. Oh like, god, you know, I gotta avert my eyes. The, like you know the hands thing, the like exactly know, the, the push uh, off, uh, yeah. the push off. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just did. We just go through Diwali. I think it's it's either just happened or about to. So what the hell are you talking about, Diwali? What? Okay, we're gonna play the Michael Scott song here. No, we're not. Yeah, you are. Damn it. Yeah, you'll plug that in here. Okay, ready? There, here it is. Diwali. A festival of lights. Let me tell you something. Tonight has been one crazy night. So 
Put on your saris. It's time to celebrate Diwali. Everybody looks so jolly, but it's not Christmas, it's Diwali. The goddess of destruction, Kali, stopped by to celebrate Diwali. Don't invite any zombies to a celebration of Diwali. Along came Polly to have some fun at Diwali. If you're Indian and you love to party, have a happy, 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 happy Diwali. Happy Diwali! See? Giving me no, you get it. Giving me freaking work to do. What the <laughs> hell? Anyway, all right. Well, guys, that's this week's Ask the Boys. It was, it was actually pretty good. It was well, good. Yeah. You guys did a good job. This we had week. a myriad, myriad. It was a, <laughs> it was a myriad of questions. You're right. Um, yeah. So no, get your questions into us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. You know, I could get used to this uh, smoking the butt in a pipe here. <laughs> you just like saying smoking the butt in a pipe. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not burning my fingers. This is a great there, idea. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, I am all done with that Ashton cabinet. That thing's been dead for quite a while. Um, so we did try out our first round of fucking good coffee. Yes. I even said it right. Fucking. Fucking. Yes. Fucking good coffee. So, yeah. It, uh, I, I liked it. I think it was very good. We'll put our tasting sheet up. Um, we'd like everybody else to go on the parishioners page and do the same. Yeah, Nick, don't take my answers into account because I'll be honest. I don't know what I'm doing. So. You always scrap the best and the worst and take the middle. So I would say I would say take, pay attention to Gator scores. Don't pay attention to my scores. But you had some good some good notes. You had some good ideas there at the beginning. But you can you can acknowledge those in yours if you wish. Okay. I, I just yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm <laughs> just I'm trying coffee. Fair enough. I liked it. I thought it was good. I even like it cold. You only made the one packet, right? I made the one packet. So we have another one to I do. I think before this is all said and done, at some point, and I don't know how easy this would be to do. We ought to make all four and have them all lined up for us That's to try. That's going to be difficult. Is it going to be difficult? I mean, I have a coffee pot. I think we almost need to do it four separate occasions, sands the cigar, and yes. just focus in on the coffee directly. I know, but like, I kind of feel like I need to try one, then try another, then try, you know. But how do you cleanse the palate in between the coffees? Water. Okay. Room we temperature we, water. We can give it a shot. I'm, I'm going to have say, to buy three more pots. I've got a pot. Okay, so we need two more pots. Two more pots. Okay. They're cheap. You can get cheap pots. Anyway, you don't need expensive pots. I'm just thinking that, like, because, like, I, dude, I'm not going to remember. It's going to be, it's coffee. It's coffee. You know, I mean. Well, that's why you got to write down the flavor notes on the tasting sheet. I know, sheet. but I just, I don't know what I'm doing. That's Valid. the thing. It's like, you're trying to tell me to, like, be an objective, like, you know, taster of something that, like, I have no frame of reference. You know, it's kind of like, like a child that wanders into the middle of a story. I kind of am in this case, you know, <laughs> it's like, I am definitely out of my element, you know? Oh, so 
Yeah, I so, would say that this is just one of those things where it'd be nice for me to have all four of them lined up. And I could be like, I like this on this one. I like this on this one. I don't like this on this one. And this we one is my we'll favorite. We will plan to do that. You know, maybe we'll do that when Nick comes on. We'll do all four. Okay. And and do a blind tasting on them. Well, oh. I guess they're blind already. So we'll We're supposed one, to be two, three, announcing four. the winner when he comes on, though. It's true. Well, we'll we'll drink him at the beginning of the show, and then we'll announce the winner. Oh, God. Okay. A lot of pressure there. I know. So, coming up on Friday, we're going to have a another selection from My Monthly Cigars. Yes. Nick, what is My Monthly Cigars? Well, uh, before we get into that, we will be doing that, and we will be smoking the final selection from the October My Monthly Cigars box, which is the... Um, it is the Diamond Crown Maximus. Yes. So you're going to want, if you want it for those people that are wanting to smoke along with us, I know we didn't give you a fair warning on this show, um, but it's the Diamond Crown Maximus, and I will be working to put together what we're going to be smoking next Tuesday and next Friday so that you can at least smoke along with us on And then is shows. our plan to have Nick come on that following Tuesday then to announce the winner? I believe so. Okay. Because, um, yeah, because we wanted to do one episode per blend, so that would mean that Nick would be on on the... We're calling an audible. Calendar. It would be the Tuesday, November the 9th episode. Okay. Yeah, which I think he had November 8th on the paperwork there so that works out that's fine um so yeah so tuesday november 9th is when we're going to open the november my monthly cigars box and that's when we will announce what the winner of and all the ever and everything is so yeah it'll work out awesome so as for what is my monthly cigars this would normally be the time that i give some information about my monthly cigars but i've hired that out this week so take it away My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! We gotta get her back on the show. I miss her voice. I know. It's just... it's. It just kind of takes you away. She's been busy. She's got a great radio voice. She's been busy. Yeah, she missed her calling. I mean, you know, she's got time. It's not like she's like, you know, on the verge of death or anything. I mean, <laughs> she's got time. She's too busy she for us. She's definitely too she, busy. She actually has a life. She does. She's yep. got a lot going on. So anyway, so uh, Jeff. You know what the beauty of smoking this in the pipe is? What What's that? It One, it's a colder smoke. Okay. On the butt because I've got the you know I'm I'm smoking away here. I like a hot butt, <laughs> and I'm not burning my fingers, and it's actually really smooth at the end of the cigar. There you go. I like it. Okay then. This may become a regular thing. All right. So Jeff, it's uh it's Tuesday. So you're gonna regale us with some jokes. Well, joke. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Because last time you 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 shot out a couple of jokes there. I did. I'm gonna give at least one. Okay. 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 So, okay. So this comes to us from rd.com, which is Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. I went to the Reader's Digest really? for the jokes. Yeah. Really? What did one Frenchman say to the other Frenchman? What? I have no idea. I don't speak French. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Oh. Knock, knock. Who's there? Two. Two who? No, it's to whom. Oh, my God. What does <laughs> tofu and a dildo have in common? Oh, God, I don't know. They're both meat substitutes. <laughs> that sh- that should have been the Easter egg. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, oh you ready? God. A horse walks into a bar. Several patrons quickly get up and leave, realizing it's a potential dangerous situation. <laughs> that was just dumb. That was just really dumb. Oh, my God. What did the uh, farmer say after he lost his tractor? What? Where's my tractor? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's just, that's so bad. Anyway, so there, there's your, there's the joke of the week. Gator's dad joke of the week. Oh my god, what do ca- uh, what do clowns get turned on by? No idea. Balloon blow up dolls. God. <laughs> hey, you two will float. Oh god. <laughs> there's a party trick for you. Fill up a uh, fill up a full size like female balloon with helium and just let it float around the room at your next party. What do you call? <laughs> what do you call a cheap circumcision? No idea. A rip off. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Oh my god. I am. Uh, see, why do I keep having to show up your jokes? You know why? Because you keep going to freaking shit like Country Living and Reader's Digest. What is wrong with you? What a vamp. What is a vampire's favorite food? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Vampires aren't real. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. Mummies, on the other hand, totally real. I expected better from you. <laughs> I liked them. <laughs> I expected better from you. We had people saying they were laughing out loud at the last round. There was the one, the bagel one, for whatever reason, people <laughs> liked that one. One guy, one guy said that that one got him laughing. And I love how one guy saying that turns into you being all like, people love my jokes. Blah, blah, blah. They're laughing it's a sampling of the audience. One guy. Yeah. One guy says he likes the bagel joke. And suddenly it's The bagel like, joke was funny. People like my jokes. It's like, no, no. You and Country Living need to go back to the drawing board. Freaking next, you're going to be getting your jokes out of Boy's Life. It's just going to be a whole thing. Highlights Magazine, maybe. I used to read that when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and that should tell you something. <laughs> Don't be getting jokes out of Highlights. Guys, when 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 he shows up with Laffy Taffy rappers, that's when I'm pulling the plug on this whole thing. <laughs> you know? shows. Exactly. They make little comics. I just read the comic. They make Yeah, exactly. So Bazooka, <laughs> Bazooka Joe says, whatever happened to Bazooka Joe's eye? He was a teenager, and but he was wearing that eye patch. I know. What was up with that? Probably a BB gun accident. I guess you'll put your eye out, kid. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like there's a backstory there. 
<laughs> we should delve like into that. Bazooka Joe's like some badass that lost his eye in a knife fight or oh something like God. that. Let's you know, put the listeners on it and see if they can I mean, come up with a reason. Something weird happened to that kid <laughs> at some point that he's wearing an eye patch, for God's sake. <laughs> you fixate on the weirdest stuff. Tell me you've never considered. Hey, Not why, why does Bazooka Joe have I've an never, eye patch? I can't even tell you I noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I haven't seen a uh, comic on Bazooka Joe in so long. Um, somebody started redoing them. They were like modernized ones, and I saw them online, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, these are still dumb." Yeah, <laughs> you'll have that. But anyway, but he still had an eye patch, and I just, for the life of me, don't understand I don't know. the eye patch. Maybe he was a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a pirate. But pirate. Anyway. Oh God. Uh, anyway, See, it's people think I'm the one that's wretched. <laughs> you it's are the really one that's you. wretched. You are the one that's wretched. <laughs> Although for some reason you're trying to be Mister Wholesome Reader's Digest with your joke segment. I don't understand that. You started off so well. The first like week or two, you were like hitting some pretty funny jokes, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're just like, all it took was Gervais being all like, dad joke of the week ought to be an actual dad joke, and next thing you know, you're going to fucking country living and Reader's <laughs> Digest, for God's sakes. It's like, just giving the listeners what they want. What is wrong with you? This is horrible. <laughs> this is not what anybody wants, unless you're like 80 years old and sitting in the doctor's office, like flipping through it like something to read, you know? I haven't seen a Reader's Digest. Do they still print those? God, I don't know. I haven't seen one of those in years. Yeah. My my grandfather used to subscribe to that, and I'd sit and read through them. I mean, it was there, it was interesting articles. <laughs> I was 12, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, my God. Uh, people who said the same thing about Playboy. You know. There were interesting articles. I think I've told you this. My friend Glenn McCoy. Yeah. Was a cartoonist for Playboy. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he would he would bring the Playboys to the newspaper we worked at together. Yeah, but the rule was he could bring him in and he could photocopy his cartoons to send off his stuff or whatever. Yeah, but he couldn't open it to any of the other pages. Well, yeah, and he couldn't show it to anyone. He had to bring it in in a Manila envelope, take it out, photocopy it, put it back in. Like it was a whole like you know governed thing that he had to do. Lame. But one of my favorites that he ever did. It was culture. It was a picture of a chicken and an egg in the bed, and it said, "Well, now we know who comes first. <laughs> see, see. The chicken said, "There's, or I think it was the egg. Actually, it was sitting there smoking a cigarette. See, <laughs> right there. So much better than anything you've given us out of Reader's Digest. We got to get McCoy on the show. Freaking country living, for God's sakes. We got to get McCoy on the show because he has some fascinating stories to you know, tell about be, cartooning. Next thing you know, you're going to be tapping the family circle for freaking, you know. Things. It, it's just me walking around all over town. That's Family Circus. <laughs> family Circle is a magazine. Family Circus is the cartoon by Bill Keen. Oh, that's what I thought you were referencing. <laughs> Billy. Little Billy Little walking Billy all over just town. Wandering all over town. That's what we need. We need a comic of Jeff in the humidor, just walking all over the humidor, but with the little dotted Here, line all behind him and everything. Watch what I can do. Oh my God! What is he? Do? Oh my God! He's blowing on the end of his pipe, and he's causing the cigar to lift up. <laughs> You're such a child. I am such I a admit child. It freely. Anyway, I'm a 52 year old man child. All right. Well. But a sermon. I was gonna say this. This shit show needs to end. Because <laughs> you've frozen. This shit show from the fuck factory. No, <laughs> um. 
I, you know what? I like the Ashton uh, cabinet. It was a good, was solid a good cigar. Connecticut. Yes. Um, you know, whatever. And the uh, and the fucking coffee. I mean, it was good. It was it was it was good. It was coffee. I like round one. It was it was good. I mean, uh, we'll see what rounds two through four have to offer. And on uh, upcoming shows, stay tuned. Yes, very much so. And I would like to. Uh, I'd like. I, I see. I'm serious. I'd like to try all four of them. Like, well, in a, in a I will row. make that happen. I don't know for how, you. I don't know how to make that happen, but we'll make it happen. Okay. All right. Because we can brew up. You bring your pot over. We'll brew up two at a time. We'll get those out, and then we'll get the other two brewing as we're drinking those, and then we'll go get the other two. Okay. We'll we'll make this happen. We'll make this happen. Yep. It sounds I like, like it. Plan. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. So, Eric, here's your Easter egg, buddy. We're available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, <laughs> as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. Quit checking your goddamn phone and pay attention. <laughs> anyway, we're also on Facebook on the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group, where you can uh, post pictures. And, you know, and guys, we need you to post your tasting sheets from the fucking good coffee, you know, tasting deal. Uh, we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and we need your questions for Ask the Boys at area code 863-874-0000. Okay, here's your bonus uh, joke. You ready? Oh, God. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? I don't know. Stolen. <laughs> oh, I was going to say nacho cheese. <laughs> Stolen. Stealing is bad. You should return it. See, now I got <laughs> Now I got to throw out one more here. Um, this is a show that won't end. What goes in hard and dry but comes out soft and wet? Oh, God. Gum. Ha-ha. 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 Old woman walks into a dentist's office, took off all of her clothes and spread her legs. Dentist said, I think you have the wrong room. She, <laughs> she says, you put, my husband's te- you put in my husband's teeth last week. Now you have to remove them. Come on, you're so wretched. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. You just amused yourself. I did.